Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Don't cry for me, Quarantina. That's no. me, that was me starting the podcast. Well, it fucking shouldn't have been. Or do you think I was just serenading you? Do you not know? Uh, no, no, I knew, I knew what it was, but it doesn't, it doesn't change my uh, very, very strong and consistent belief that it's a terrible way to open the podcast. It's consistently awful. It just ruins the movie straight away because I'm never going to enjoy it, and you know I'm never going to enjoy it. But you continue to do it, so we've never actually started a podcast on a positive note. Like, it's never been. So you're a first time listener. It's never like, oh my god, listen to the chemistry that these two best friends have. It's fucking hell. These cunts hate each other. And one of them is tone deaf. Do you know what I think works worse? Is right. I do like ten seconds of a jingle, and instead of just bouncing straight in the con- the podcast, we'll have like a minute of you complaining. I think we need to cut that bit out. Uh, well, I just figured if we actually just had a, a like an opening that we both enjoyed, like maybe there would be more banter between the pair of us as opposed to just us stubbornly not participating in either one's thing. Do you think we should do a live reenactment of the actual jingle? No. Because that that because that implies that I've heard I don't hear it as much as you do. You hear it all the time because you edit the podcast together. <laughs> I haven't heard that jingle in years. I don't listen back to this podcast. So when people, I don't listen to the podcast while I'm on it. I wait for my turn to talk. <laughs> so when when people quote the bits of the uh, podcast there, do you just think that? So if they say like, "Where have you been since nine eleven? You know, it's re- the only one I know. Yeah. It's the only one I know I've ever said. That's so when people go, "I know where have you been since nine eleven." I'm like, oh yeah, the podcast. They yell other things, and I'm like, no idea. There's one about uh, there's a clitoris somewhere in my head or something. Tickling the clit and say the head that makes you laugh. Uh, I, the, I don't, yeah. There's so also, uh, like, what, what else no do you say? Ac- accidental rim job in the park? <laughs> nah? No. No idea? <laughs> they're, they're actually all from the first episode as well. Because remember, Rich Masara did it for her. No, no, I don't. I miss Rich. <laughs> oh, I miss him too. He's not dead, but I just do. Uh, I found it hard raising him recently. How's your quarantine? It's a. Uh, I am still. I'm still not hating it. Uh, I mean, either. I think it's blessed. I've I've changed some stuff around. I've moved the table where Natalie does her work and put it in a dark corner so I can use the kitchen on my Oculus. <laughs> 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 and it's really, it's really improved my life. I'm not sure about his. <laughs> well, to do that, you'd have to ask, and what would be the point? You just know she's going to complain. No, nah, we actually we moved it so that we're going to take turns of playing the tennis one. You know the fucking really su- uh, futuristic tennis where you're battling against the wall. Aye. He played that one, racket, no, F- racket FX, I think it's called. Um, so mm-hmm. we're playing that, um, and I've getting one of them sweat shields for it as well. He has a question. You know, if you're just ordering something like a sweat shield for your Oculus, or like if I got a pull up a sweat shield, you know, so it's instead of your sweat going into the foam, you know, there's some really sporty games. Aye. Do you ever do you never play it like anything like Creed where you're just fucking sweating your back out playing it? It's actually a good workout. No, no, no. They, I've not played it to that that level of intensity. Clearly not. No, I just do it for fun. I, I, I didn't buy an Oculus Rift to get exercise. Aye, but I just want to chin the cunts that we're fighting against. I don't think you're very loud on this. I'm gonna 
Oh, I know I was. I was turned right up. Uh, I'm going to put you near the speaker. Um, so yeah, I, I got a sweat shield for it so that I didn't sweat all over me uh, quest. But um, I didn't, is that socially irresponsible to get somebody to go to the depot and bring something to your house that's not essential? Because you know how they like, I can't do essential travel. How is it essential travel for the postman to come and bring me a sweat shield? Am I making? It doesn't matter because it's key worker in jail. Like the whole the the postal system has to work. It doesn't matter what you're ordering, no matter how shite it is. He's still gonna he's still gonna be do he's still gonna be doing the job anyway. But so that's not frowned upon to like get yourself something recreational. The, I guess that's they'd rather us do that than gone out and do something. Who's gonna prove it? If, yeah, like obviously you can order stuff. That's up to them, man. Like, oh, I, no, like, it's, like it's not a good proof. I'm not trying to get away with it. I'm just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> no. Um, I've, well, I mean, if you were meant to stop ordering things from Amazon, I've killed millions so far. Aye. Aye, you've been ordering quite a bit. And it's, so you can still... I just... Just whatever I want. Just, the, you know, because, you know, we've got lots more time off now. And, you know, what I like to do is buy the things for a project that I'm going to start and then just never fucking do it. But at least the option's there. And yeah, they had the intentions at the beginning, at the start. Aye. That's that's the fu- I think that's the funniest thing about a lot of hobbies is telling people what hobby you're about to get into and then not actually fucking doing no, it. Not that's the anticipation. That's, uh, that's the fun bit. That's my my hobby is is thinking about hobbies that are one might one one day might have. Like uh, my idea of what my midlife crisis is going to be is uh, woodwork. Yeah, that because you've got you've got uh, an actual good shed that you could do woodwork in. Aye. You could get some tools oh. and all that, and you could actually start projects in there. Just be one of those we fucking, you know, different types. We make benches and shit, make tables and fucking shit. Be one of them we wood whittlers, just fucking find, you know, one of those old men just walks down the beach, finds like a good bit of oak, and he's like, oh, God, turn this into something. Aye. That could be me. Do you know, do you know me, Grandad Harry? Did you ever meet me, Grandad Harry? No. Nah. The proper pervert one. Oh, no, I saw him. I refused to shake his hand. Oh, yeah, you didn't want to touch that. Nah, didn't, didn't touch that hand. I remember he was at the front row one of my gigs and I, I showed everybody by... I got his glasses and held them up to the, the light that was lighting the stage just to show them how fucking minging his glasses were. He's a fucking absolute tramp of a man. You, I tell you, didn't I? You used to do his Sunday dinner. You just take his top off, eat his Sunday dinner and it would go all down his hairy chest and then he'd jump in the bath. <laughs> Not even the shower. Not even the shower, mate. He would just go and fucking swim in his gravy. Uh, swimming in his own gravy, <laughs> and, um, and either he he was fucking masterful with woodwork, like he couldn't string a sentence together. He was a dirty old pervert, and then fucking you see you see him on in the back garden with his uh, making bird tables and all that, and fucking just shooting anyway. He's good at it. It's rede- one redeeming feature. Do you think there's a? I don't know if. I do think it's one of those things that's sort of slowly dying out because I used to. One of my my dad's a very. My dad can fucking fix anything. You know my dad. Like, yeah. the cunt once fixed a uh, fr- refrigerator with a, a hair dryer. Like, he's that sort of man. But he clearly got it from uh, my granddad as well. Because uh, my granddad used to make fucking uh, go-karts for us, like, just out of wood. You know the go-karts that uh, you just fucking race down your they, streets? They would call oh. them bogeys. The old the bogeys, old guard exactly used to call them bogeys. Yeah, bogeys. Right. Whereas I sort of feel like, how much are my grandkids going to miss out on? Like, my my granddad gave me a fucking brilliant childhood just because he was able to do cool things like that. Yeah. Like, it, do I have to do the same for my grandkids, or is it my thing, or is my thing going to be to my grandkids? Hey, 
do you want to go play Gears of War 3? Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because they used to upcycle everything. It would be a couple of pram wheels. Uh, they would use, use pram wheels. They'd get like a seat from like you know the old plastic chairs that like they've come apart from their frame. So they they repurpose that as the seat, and they just use bits of plywood like um, I two by four and that as the as the axle. Aye, uh, little little rope steering thing from either thing, right? Yeah, it would cut your fucking fingers off if you turned too much. My granddad made one, managed to get a little bit of extra wood, managed to make the front of it kind of look like a shark nose. So the whole fucking thing itself was just a shark fucking racing that down the streets. Clear. Whereas, my dad, uh, my dad had dismantled a joystick, you know, for the Amiga. The joysticks used to just be... It was basically just four buttons inside of it, right, for the left, right, up and down. And all you're doing with a joystick is pressing one of the buttons or pressing both of the buttons by going at an angle so you get the diagonal. So pressing up and left will make you go diagonal left, and that's how basic the controls were. Um, and obviously the button that you press for shoot or fire or accelerate or whatever, that was just one button. So he took all of them buttons out and he made a wooden... Uh, uh, steering wheel and put the like left and right in the steering wheel so when you moved it it would click the button and he put the button for up and down on the um on the pedals so if you click the pedal it would, it would accelerate and break and then um and then the button that you used for whatever changing gear or whatever you would just put that on the like on the steering wheel and when you think about it it makes sense like it, 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 that, that wasn't a genius he was just resourceful we're not resourceful. Oh, but that would never occur to me nah. at all. Like, nah. I mean, it, it doesn't help that, like, now to do that, like, deconstructing a PlayStation control pad, it's got its own fucking computer in it. Aye. It's that everything's beyond where, like, the technology... Like, I, I'm a bit jealous, in fact, the, the, the people that grew up in my dad's age because they could actually keep up with technology, they could learn how it worked as it came out. Oh, no, my dad would argue, nah, man, like, there's teenagers that know fucking coding. We just weren't taught it. Like, uh, I think we would pick up coding quite quickly. Like, my yeah. dad taught himself to fucking code. When, he taught himself to code when he was, like, nine years old. Yeah. Uh, like, it's... Yeah, and they're, man, they're fucking pensioners doing it. And anything a pensioner can do, I can do. Like, if we wanted to code, we could code. In theory, that's to be like our next challenge together. We should learn to code and make a game. Yeah, I think it would be quite easy to code a choose-your-own-adventure. Aye. I think that would be the way... A muggins and cream, cream choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool, because uh, my dad used to code them on the Spectrum, like uh, the choose-your-own-adventure stuff, because you could actually just start coding stuff on the, on the Spectrum. Hmm. Was it the Spectrum or the Amiga? I think it might have been the Spectrum, but uh, I like and that was like... You probably could get a program that was easy to code for stuff like that. Who who knows? Like I know I know too little about it. Shall we get into it? I mean, no. I mean, I'll be honest with you, guy. I've got. I don't have enough time on my hands at the moment. I'm like pretty <laughs> fucking swamped. Um, but should should there ever be a two to three month period where I've got nothing on, I'd love to, do, but honestly, can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like at, at the minute I haven't done anything spectacular, right? Apart from starting the, the rebooting the podcast, starting the live stream, I haven't done anything spectacular. I've just been like um, watching all of the Marvel movies, which fuck it, I'm loving watching them with Natalie. It's so funny. Where are you up to? I've just watched Iron Man three, so I've just done the first phase of Iron Man two for us tonight. Is it? You're watching it chronological, aren't you? So you would have watched Aye. already. You would have watched Civil War. Marvel. No, no, no. Civil Wars. No, Civil Wars. Miles away. Sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. I, did, like... I meant the first Avenger. Sorry, that was my mistake. Aye. Yeah. Aye. So the one that was in the forties. 
Aye. Was that not a civil war, World War Two? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm confused. I thought that was just you know Battle of Britain. Aye. That's why I always called I the Battle of Britain. It was. It was the one. The one where we used atomic bombs. We were not very civil at all. <laughs> nah. Um. So yeah. So you've watched the first Avenger, Captain Marvel, Ca- Iron Man Captain one, Marvel. and you're about to go Iron Aye. Man two. Oh, I, I love how many uh, like familiar faces are in it that you didn't pick up on the first time around because the movies weren't as famous at the time. Uh, but yeah, every time because Nat- Natalie's like that's not normally the type of uh, movie Natalie watches. She watches probably more subtle dramas than than full blown action movies. She's never really been into them. But she's like, <laughs> like to go from not really being in action movies to watching the most ridiculous action you've ever seen. She's just watching Aye. it the whole time, just going. I, I think I've heard that. I'm gonna say a hundred times. Just mumble. This is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd had a links clicker. I wish I hadn't alerted that to any of that because she's a bit more self-conscious of it now. <laughs> but the amount of times they get into a pickle that they, can't, that, they, that they shouldn't be able to get out of. But that's the beauty of the Marvel movies is they're like, oh my God, how do you get out of this? Oh, here's a surprise. He's been working on 42 of the Iron Man costumes in the interim between movies, right? Aye. So like when, when before the reveal, she's always like, Oh, this is a disaster! As if like, as if the producers, how the director, or the writer, haven't thought about how they're going to get out of it. Well, lads, we paid it assembly go. I didn't mean to do this, but turns out Iron Man dies in Iron Man One. Who knew? I just, I'm sorry. It was just, hey, Jeff Bridges has a had a bigger Iron Man suit, and I just can't think of a way that our Iron Man would beat him. I'm sorry, it's over. <laughs> it's a disaster. Is this like the time that we watched uh, Mission Impossible Fallout and you genuinely gasped out loud? I was high. You gasped out like you were so invested in the movie that you gasped out loud so much that my ears popped. (laughs) Cullen got a nosebleed. (laughs) Cullen always gets nosebleeds. uh, That was the coke. I think think he just saw a woman. Oh man! Um, as much as you were like uh, anti girlfriend until you met Piggy, mm. um, aren't you glad just as a non celibate that um, that you partnered up just before the quarantine? I'm sorry, sorry to people at home, but how's Cullen Corbin? His eyes good. He just removed his ribs and that started sucking his own cock. Neither. <laughs> First of all, snakes don't have ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Do snakes not have ribs? Do they not have more no. ribs? Do they not have like a spine with like millions of ribs? Um, I don't. I, I genuinely don't know. Aye. But to be fair, surely if they have that many ribs, you'd have to move loads of ribs. No, because they're bendy anyway. I'm, I'm pretty sure a snake can suck its own dick. If they can eat their own tail, they can suck their own dick. Aye. So Colin, Colin, Colin's always sucking his own toes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know he's all right. It's kind of gone to this stage. Now. I think we're all at this point in the uh, where we're now in the quarantine. And we're now in the you know the fucking lockdown. They're like it's going to be three weeks, and we all know it's going to be a lot more than three weeks. Yeah. But it's kind of like now that we're in the. It was more nerve wracking where we you know none of us knew what was going to happen. I mean, we still don't. But it's just gone to a point where it's the new normal. Like uh, me and Piggy were saying it today. Like every day, like we're just doing nothing. We're staying in the fucking house. We're living our life. We're. Uh, 
we go on our walk every day and you stay two meters away from everyone else and it's you know nobody's going to work properly it's the new normal it already feels like normal for them yeah it's actually going to be weird to revert back um yeah because i I found like what because we we live pretty bizarre lives like when when we go to a festival and it's like a 30-day festival i don't think this is a 30-day festival i think this is how i live now I just live like this. I live at a festival and that's how I'm going to live my life. And it could be a month. It could be fucking 10 years. I just, this is my existence. And I, f- uh, I lock into that when I'm on. Yeah, you acclimatize. Yeah. And when, I, when I'm on the tour, I lock into that as well. I'm just like, oh, this is how I live. I go to an airport. I go to a hotel. I check in. I do a gig. I like, I move around. That's just, that's my life. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's the adaptability that I think we've developed. That makes me just go, cool. This is how we live now. Also, this is all I've wanted for eight fucking years. Aye. Aye, I think we're a little bit too smug about it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, look. There's people dying as he he coughs himself to death. (laughs) Smoking fucking weed every day, enjoying the time of life. I tell you, I started doing doing my my PT through the... uh, through Zoom as well. Oh, I think you, well, you, and, you didn't tell me this on the podcast, did you? You just told me this in conversation, so that's... Yeah, I told you I told you this when we were knitting together. Oh, that's right? when it was, yeah. And it's it's good. Like, it's good because for me, my problem is, like, you're very good at holding yourself accountable. Right? Yeah. You've always been very good at that. Like, Thanks, man. You'll, and I'm okay. I'm okay at it. Like, if, you know, to stop smoking was easy for me because I can hold myself accountable to that because I gave a shit about that. I don't mind really what shape I'm in a lot of the time, and especially now that I'm nesting. I was like, I'm not, I know I won't force myself to be in shape. If I get my, my personal trainer to keep doing it, like, I'm not going to get into shape. And it does work because, you know, just for me, the act of paying him money, I'm like, well, I should stay in shape in general now. Otherwise, it's a waste of money. Tell you on the other side of things, though, the fact that he's not there to punish me, make, he's like, do one more set. I'm like, yeah, how the fuck are you going to do it? Ah, how are you getting cocky? You're just wasting your money. You're just spending money on just being cocky, though. <laughs> no, no, but like, I'm still doing it. But it's like, if when we're in the gym together, because he can fucking spot me, or like, he'll be fucking sitting there, because uh, he he's physically there, he can physically, he's like, do it or I'll wrestle you. He's like, do it or I'll box you. Do it or I, I'll make you do jiu-jitsu. He'll threaten you. He was a fairly hollow threat. Like, you still the presence of no, him. No, no, no. He, but he wouldn't be able to punish me because he'd go, right, get on the fucking bike, do the, I'm going to make you do something you fucking hate because I can physically make you do it. Whereas now I'm like, man, you leave your house, I'll get you arrested. Yeah, and uh, do you ever just look up at the screen and he's just there with a cigarette and a fucking pasty? <laughs> he's just, tell, just <laughs> no, telling you what it's to just, be. He's just masturbating the whole time. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> he's just masturbating the whole time and he doesn't look like my personal trainer and he has a Russian accent. I might have, in hindsight, I might have phoned the wrong guy. <laughs> just wrong number <laughs> totally wrong number <laughs> uh, you actually been interrogated I, I, I went out for a little walk today me and Natalie just done the it's fucking eerie in London it's so quiet man like the, even the roads there's not much people driving places like I guess because there's nowhere there's the odd police car and it's weird because there's probably just as many police on the street as there was but because the percentage of police cars is now 50% of the cars that you see it just feels like it's like unless they haven't opted, I don't know. It just felt like the there was a big presence on the street compared to usual. Well, I think there is. I think that you know because now they've got the powers to sort of uh, enforce people fucking off home. 
Um, I tell you what, I tell you what, right? Here's here, you know how you know how I'm filled with shit opinions, right? Well, not necessarily just shit opinions, but you know, dark opinions. Um, the one that's filling my brain right now. You see what we've done for all these fucking pensioners, right? Yeah. By locking ourselves in our homes, like even before even before there was a lockdown, I'd been self isolating for ten days because I was like, right, I can't afford to stay home. Oh well, yeah. Like it doesn't, you know, mostly it doesn't fucking affect me. It's not even for Cullen's benefit, but it's for the good of mankind. I'm going to stay in my house and I'm going to fucking self isolate. And I would say a large majority of our generation has done it. Yeah, of course, there's the the occasional fucking few that aren't right, and that's why the police have the powers but for most of the people and i don't know anyone that's not self-isolated and done the fucking right thing right and these fucking pensioners can't pass climate change fucking stuff in parliament like we're i'm staying indoors every fucking day for three goddamn fucking months right and i guarantee when we get out of this they're still gonna vote fucking they're still gonna vote against our future yeah, that's 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 true. That that they're not gonna they're gonna not gonna make any change towards the no, survival of our children. Oh, we we're, we're something. That, look, this disease does not. It, it, look, it can kill anyone. We all know it can fucking kill anyone. But it but discriminates. Are, it, it mostly kills. But it's the biggest threat to pensioners, and we're all right. Right, do your fucking part. Stay in. Do it for them, and I guarantee you, they'll do fuck all for us at the end of this. Ah, uh, that is true. Uh, they, I, I can't, I can't, I can't see them changing their ways in any way. In fact, the pensioners are probably the ones that are mostly going out and about and just pottering around because they're setting their ways. Like, like what we were saying about we're adaptable. Like mm. people who are old uh, generally aren't adaptable. So, like a lot of this will be just going. Nah, you're not going to stop me doing this and going to the shop. And um, one thing I did want to uh, bring up is, uh, yeah, your house party looked class. Oh, well, I was going to wait until uh, Callum was on the podcast and talk about it with him so he can explain he, himself. He was an absolute fucking mess. We're trying oh, to... Oh, well, well, in fact, fuck it. I'll talk about it now and then we, we, I'll give you context now and then when he's on. Because Elliot's going to dive on any so minute as well. <laughs> all right. So obviously we all, uh, we're not allowed to leave our homes. So uh, we decided that uh, to just sort of, it's me, Cullen, Grant, and Piggy in the house. Yeah, when did Grant move um, in? Is that just a quarantine thing? Did he just need somewhere to go for lockdown? Yeah, his, Grant's dad is high risk. Uh, so he's like proper. So and Grant was going to be in and out with his work anyway. So, so he he was a key worker, and his dad was high risk, so they needed the um, yeah. So he just come and killed Cullen instead of his dad. Easy choice to make, actually. I did easy. Yeah. Oh, speak of the devil. Oh, the devil cast his net. We were. Here he is. Hi, Ra- Hello. Hi, Ryan. How's it going? I've got some very uh, incriminating WhatsApp conversations from you the other night, you fucking drunk so bum. So this is just <laughs> what we were about to explain. So me, Colin, uh, uh, Piggy. Do I, do I explain what the plan was on uh, Friday? Uh, we were doing a basically a bar crawl through the house. It looked amazing. Like, I saw, I saw, um, I saw Piggy's instant. It looked awesome. Yeah, so basically, each we each had to pick two separate rooms each and theme those rooms. And each room could have basically a theme of its own. It's a different bar, and I had to involve at least one drink in it, right? Uh, so, and it was just, uh, you would spend half an hour in each room, and then you move on to the next one. The next person would explain the room, and we would eventually get around eight bars within the house, just change the fucking scenery like a pub crawl. So you had you had two bars each. Yes. Excellent. So we started off the night 
where I think it was you first. It was yeah. I did uh, my first one was like uh, a child's like a a fort upstairs, so like a bed fort. And we drank under that for one. Nice. Yeah, and uh, we all had to wear we all had to wear pan hats because it was a pandemic. Yes. Yeah, nice. I like it. Very cute. You're fucking adorable, you Colin. <laughs> <laughs> when your teeth and your and clothes are was... away. <laughs> And then it was my first one was the, oh yeah, mine was the uh, Easter egg hunt. Basically, I got 10 Easter eggs and I wrote down 10 spirits and 10, oh no, five spirits and five mixers. I saw and this. them around the, it, yeah, yeah. And some people got just mixers and some people got just alcohol. Uh, so you come back with three, hopefully it's a lovely cocktail, you make something nice. Or what happen is you can be piggy and you can get vodka, whiskey and gin. And then Cullen, who ended up with coke, coke and lemonade. Uh, this isn't helping. Oh, Elliot, St- Elliot Steele's just joined the meeting. Should- Elliot? It come it come up at the top and said Elliot Steele has joined the meeting, but then it disappeared. Um, he is, oh, I think he is drunk though. Um, so yeah, the, so Cullen got all the soft drinks. How does this explain how wild he was on the WhatsApp? So we managed. To, <laughs> I mean, you were allowed to swap. Uh, one swap. Oh good. So they all swapped to make sure it was alcoholic. <laughs> then our third bar was uh, in the Tesla because it was carpool karaoke. So we all had. Uh, what was the drink? Um, we all had uh, whiskey sours, essentially. Right, did you know this? Did you know that Cullen used to be a barman? A barman? Uh, yeah. uh, did you? For, for years. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. This is what he does, right? Me and Piggy talk about this all the time. Every now and then, you'll just mention something, and then Cullen will just come out with a ludicrous fact about himself, which is f- apparently fucking true. Here's the list of what we heard, right? So he used to be a, he used to make cocktails, right? Yeah. Then my mum and dad got a new coffee machine, and he's like, "Oh, I used to be a barista." I was no, the same hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, right? We're watching something. He goes, "Oh, I've, I've interviewed I've interviewed Tony Hawk." No, I haven't interviewed Tony Hawk. I met Tony Hawk at the at the college. Yeah, right. We met Tony Hawk. Who was the one you interviewed then? Avicii. That when Nelson just talked about. What is that the one that yeah. died? Yeah, well, it was very nice. <laughs> 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 Wait, you, I, Mel C. In, you, you interviewed Mel C. Is that the sporty one? Yeah, she was great. Uh, anyway, so we get into the so so he was he made a whiskey sour. We get into the Tesla. We do carpool karaoke. Then we go to my third one, which was Battle Shots. You ever played that? Battle Shots. Yes, I'm, I'm aware of Battle Shots. It's like um, you ba- battle ship, like battle sh- but if you hit the ship, you have the shot. They have the shot. Exactly. I. So that was that was when things started again. A little like that was you know it was shots of well, Mickey like- Fins, which is essentially apple sours. Huh? That'll be super messy because if you've got one of them boats that's like four long, if you tag one of them, you're gonna tag the rest in quick succession. Well, so, 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 so there was there were three boats. There was one that was three long, which was three apple sours, which isn't that fucking hard. Then there was another one that was three long, which was three bailings long. That's not hard. That's not and that bad. The one that was two was two. So and it was two people on a team. Right, got you. So you could so you could split it. Right, that, so yeah. it wasn't too fucking bad. Because that that it could be the end of the night right there if they were Alvarez. No, no, it wasn't. That wasn't when it got it bad. When it got one. bad, was we went to Piggy's room. Was it was a, a cheesy pop sort of bar thing. So she made us. You know, when you put a fucking straw in a bottle of Smirnoff ice and you shoot it back. I don't know what you used to call it in Blythe. Uh, that's you know a shotgun. Did you used to just shoot it? Yeah, shot. Uh, oh, we call it strawpedoing. Strawpedo, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Because uh, uh, right. you can shot, you can shotgun a drink, but that strawpedo is like, yeah, that's the. Right. 
more specific name she for made it. Us, she made us, uh, we, she made us uh, straw pedal two fucking smart enough ices and then do a bunch of shots in her room. Oh no, I think it was just one shot. But at this point we all realised Colin hadn't eaten anything that day. We had only had a bacon sandwich in the morning and then completely fucking... Yeah. You probably yeah. need a Gaviscon as well after all them sugary drinks like the apple sours and the Smirnoff ice and all that. You're fucking have such indigestion. And I'm showing me age right now. That just seems like heartburn waiting to happen. <laughs> Talking about doing a bar crawl, it's just like, did you not have any rainies on you? Oh, <laughs> honestly, must have been slow in the morning. Yeah, I had asked. It, it was. It's like the. It was like the ultimate getaway. Uh, it's, it's when I. It's when like I, the ultimate getaway because I just got very drunk. Right. Yeah. Then we went up to the. Then we. Then the other one was in the living room, so we had to, it was Grant's first room, uh, and it was it was a cocktail bar, and it was called Pandemic and Sons. Oh, I like Pandemic Sons. Nice, the cocktail bar. Right. Perfect. And he made us some cocktails. And at this point, we were pretty fucking drunk. And then Peggy's final, her last room was, it was a casino where she'd invented her own dice game, but was so drunk that she couldn't explain her own dice game. So just got angry and told us to do shots at random points. Nice. And then... Was that like when Jimmy McGee tried to play a game called Turbo Bunnies, where you had to put your fingers up like ears, and if you had two fingers or one finger or no fingers, it depended on, and and nobody got the game, and everybody, just in the middle of a night out, had bunny ears on, going, Jimmy, what the fuck are we doing? What's this Turbo Bunnies? This is just a (laughs) shite game that you've made us play in fish. Can I not just have a paint? (laughs) I... And that was also, I went to the toilet at one point during the casino, came back in to see uh, Peggy and uh, Cullen doing, uh, just doing straight shots of vodka out of the bottle. And then uh, I saw, everyone's night, sort I, of. I saw a lot of that on Instagram like, as well. Like it, it did explain for a lot when, because it uh, basically where we were, what day was it? Friday. Aye. Yeah, because I I'd had a couple of bottles of wine, so I was a bit drunk myself. But uh, in, during the day, me and Milo had bought a cameo from Tom Horton to create a song about Cullen and just fed him with a bunch of stuff. And Tom fucking nailed it, right? Like the, it was Aye. so amazing. And he put on a tuxedo to perform it. And he played the piano while he done it and all that. It was belter. And then uh, so we got we got everyone in the group so we could drop this song in. And Cullen just started <laughs> going like. Hello, Elliot. Oh, here he is. Uh, so, Hello. All right, mate. What's it? Right, I, did, I, I don't know how to... Oh, gallery view. There, I can see all of you now. If you put it on gallery view, you can see each other. Elliot, there, uh, hold them in all a minute. Right. I'll tag you in. Um, so the, the, the song was meant, but Cullen didn't even acknowledge the song. He just started talking utter shit like it made zero sense. And, I, and it was... I said... Yeah, I, I think that I obviously either didn't watch it or completely forgot about it because the next day I watched it, that was my first time watching it again. So. Oh, was it? Because you were just like slagging Bye. Tom off, but like not even acknowledging that he just created a masterpiece for you. I was like, the disrespectful <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> All right. drinking, Elliot? Get Elliot in uh, here. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just having a Peroni. Have you been drinking all day, though? How's your quarantine going? Um, it's all right. I've, I've been very ill uh, the last couple of weeks, but I'm on the other side of it now. So have you had coronavirus? Yeah, I think so, but like a very mild form of it. Colin, have you got it as well by the looks of it? No, no, I, I think I wouldn't be here. If I could. Uh, he, he's he's got a little have... ghost on my shoulder. <laughs> he's got a... He's... Right, that's what happened by the looks of it. 
Uh, Cullen's got a flesh-eating disease, but it's run out of flesh to eat. So it's run its course. You know what I'd want to know? What would you do with my body if I died? Where would you bury me? I'd just step over it and that crack probably, on. I might yeah. just stick a lollipop stick up your back and use you as a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my family would probably be fuming if you did something with the body before them. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've got dibs. I imagine if you died, it would be like one of the ghosts at the end of uh, The Lost Ark where you just flew into the air or something. No, um, uh, you just, you I just, was thinking more Casper. I'd, I'd put, I'd put, I'd put strings on you, Cullen, but not the puppeteer you, the flyer like a kite, <laughs> like a very light thunderbird. <laughs> Get you stuck up a tree in that. What was the worst part about the virus? The bar was being closed uh-huh. by the looks of it. She's on it, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, it, this is going to sound very um, arrogant and disrespectful. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know who you are. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's get that over. Um, it's if you get it and you get it mildly, don't tell anyone you've got it because the amount of people who start messaging you will start freaking you out. Like, oh, should I be taking this more seriously? Like it was, it was just like if I went up the stairs, I was fucked. But right. you're fucked. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they, you deserves to go. Say that, <laughs> that's what I, say, say that again, Elliot. It cut off a little bit at this end. Oh, sorry. Personally, I think anyone who dies of it deserves to go. <laughs> just... If I make it through it, then there is no excuse. Do you still live with your dad? It's. it's... <laughs> Um, I, I, my dad's in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> he asked me to self-quarantine in my room, but uh, the biscuits he kept downstairs, so really it's his own fault. But and have you- This is all just a battle for biscuits in your house. It was, that's what the coronavirus is to you, a battle for biscuits. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's got to be mad when... Thousands of people on ventilators, and you're like, where's my hobnobs? That's, what's the, that's what it came down to you. <laughs> Do you not think it's mad that, like, in, in 40 years' time, we're going to be interviewed by schools and all that about what it was like? Because that historic event, like, they're going to want to do, like, school stuff on it. So do you think we'll be, like, over... Do you think we'll be over-exaggerating what it was like? Or do you think we'll actually represent it exactly how it was? That we just fucking... We spent all our time on house party, just fucking getting drunk and playing Call of Duty Warzone. I, I love your... I'll absolutely, I will absolutely turn myself into a victim. Will you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man, I'll fucking milk it. I remember my gran, right, talks about World War Two and surviving it, right? And, you know, she talks about being in, like, during the, the bombings and stuff, having to go to the air raid shelters, right? But she lived in Glasgow, and that was, like, literally, I'm pretty sure it was almost, it was never bombed. So Are you sure? Just, I thought Glasgow was, was hit hard. For a bit. What? I thought Glasgow was hit pretty hard. It's got some, fuck, it? it's got oh, some man, fucking explaining to do, if not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're probably kind of like, I should be. It should have been hard hard, not it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been uh, but, uh, Birmingham got pepper, didn't it? You can tell that by looking at it. Jesus Christ, it was bombed 28 times. I thought, see, I, I, thought you were, I thought you were showing a bit of ignorance there, like. Well, maybe it was Edinburgh, I feel like. Basically a Holocaust <laughs> here. 
Edinburgh wouldn't have gotten hit much. You can tell by looking at towns. Like, if you look at Birmingham, it's got, like, old architecture next to these, like, concrete, like, post-war buildings that have clearly been popped up. Hey, was the nuclear bomb landed in Blythen? <laughs> yeah. Turns out, turns out I have to put my gran after this and apologise to her because I've been acting like she's been a pussy for most <laughs> yeah. of my life. <laughs> I love telling you about running to an air raid shelter and you're just like, oh, what a senile cunt. <laughs> <laughs> she, she survived death from above 22 <laughs> occasions and you're like, I know. Yeah, yeah look, look turns, out, turns out lots of people died. Turns out, this isn't like one. This is like one of those um, like movie scenes where he keeps looking at the pictures from them days and his grammars and all the pictures, and he slowly starts to realise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was chatting to the lass I used to work with, which was the clean out the sports centre, like an old, older bird, and she was there. She was talking about her auntie who was alive during World War Two. She says that it was different to this because there was a lot more, like, you could still socialise, you could still go into the pubs and the clubs and, and go and run to each other's houses, so, like, there was a lot more of, like, a unity about it. She says, like, you'd fear the alarms going off, like, the sirens, sorry. You'd fear that. But she says this is, like, fucking darker and bleaker because, like, it's it's lonely. And, um... Like, no, we, we, it's not lonely for us because we used Wi-Fi. I'm, ta- I'm talking about a fucking old woman that was in the war. She's not on a house party. It's not darker, like, this isn't, like, putting loads of Jews in camps and gassing them and trying to invade Europe. This is just a disease. <laughs> I, I, get what, I get what you're saying there, mate. I just mean the, the existence on home soil. <laughs> I, I reckon there was people even back in World War Two who were like, you see the same way people go out now and they're just ignoring the social distancing thing. Now, I bet there was someone who was like, I've left my lights on since 1920 and I'll be damned if I'm telling them, turning them off now. And you'd be like, no, you're going to get the whole street blown up, Dave, you cunt. Uh, people, people set in their ways. That's what I talked about before. People stuck in their ways. They kind of, they kind of adapt to it. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's like the coronavirus challenge thing. Have you seen that? Licking stuff. No, what's that? Licking the toilet uh, seat. The, like they deserve it'd be great if they all died even uh, without the underlying health thing it's so I'm fun. pretty sure I think I think one of the ones who licked the toilet seat definitely has it he has it oh, the, yeah. the one that licked the supermarket there uh, aisle apparently he got done for terrorism <laughs> man, man imagine imagine that imagine him in Guantanamo with all the like the real Al Qaeda and ISIS motherfuckers like they're just attaching battery, fucking car batteries to his nipples being like what else did you lick I, just like the kind of right god if you said if there's such thing as heaven and you landed up in Peter and you're just like uh, well, you wouldn't be in there, heaven, but you'd be like, right, look, I fucked up. I didn't think it would kill me and loads of people. For <laughs> 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 the likes. I <laughs> uh, just try to, try to get a couple of shares. Elliot, excuse you. Oh, this Elliot, you're the type of guy that wouldn't lick the pools. Uh, well, he does that at the strip clubs. And nothing <laughs> After hours. <laughs> He hides, he hides until it empties out. And then after hours, just licks the pools. Kai, you were saying that you think that, will we be over-exaggerated or anything? Not, but only today, BBC were showing, like, uh, just, like, aerial views of, like, Edinburgh and then over to New York City and the older cities, and it was kind of, like, exactly, like, every horror film 
related to it. Uh, but, but the reason it's scary in the other movies is because like when, when the streets are empty and 28 days later, you know it's because everyone's dead. Whereas when they're, when they're like, look how empty Edinburgh is. And I'm like, I, but I know they're all just in those buildings having a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see... All right. 28 days later, being a lot less scary if you knew everyone was indoors making bread. Uh, <laughs> no matter how scary that music is, did you, did you see the video? Yeah, did you see the video of someone in central London panning around with people clapping the NHS and then it stops at a window, zooms in, and it's just a bloke having a tug? <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I'll find it. Uh, I'll, 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 somebody sent it to myself, find it and forward it on to you. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's how he thanks the NHS. I, I kind of think of a better <laughs> one gun salute. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, we're all sitting here being judgmental, but I imagine everyone in this video message is being masturbating way more. Although we're all self-employed, so it's probably saying actually. No, no, I, I saw your stand there video about you trying to just work, work out so you can get a sweat on, so you can justify going for a shower so you can have a wank. Aye. Uh, have any of you guys been keeping up with the conspiracy theorists that's right up your alley Elliot the Elliot says he, just because that didn't come out properly Elliot says I thought you were going to say are you keeping up with the Kardashians is that what you said yeah 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 because have you kept up with conspiracy theories Elliot what's the best one you've seen um, the best one I've seen is Chinese state media saying that this was made by the US, given to a cyclist who then went to Wuhan from America. And, and <laughs> in sexy, China. Wuhan. Yeah, so China's trying to say that it's America. Um, but the other one as well is that this is um, a, uh, this was like invented by Russia to give uh, the rest of the world communism which once again has started the great conspiracy theory where no one really understands what communism actually is. Oh, absolutely. It's give us socialism. Sharing the virus. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets it. Uh, Colin, what's the best conspiracy you, theory you you've seen? I remember the cause. I remember the cause. Right. You know, Jim Core, the one guy in the band. Yes. So he's Ireland's premier, like, conspiracy, like, David Icke type stuff. And is he's he? been putting tweets and like, walking around going like, look, they're not even really testing people. It's all a hoax. You're like, surely by the stage you realise it cannot be a hoax. <laughs> surely you know somebody that's had it by now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, this is well, that... You know, Elliot's had it. He's, he's basically, he's our one. Well, Elliot, now, mm. Cat and Woods, have had it properly. Elliot, I'm not sure, because, like, he, he, he like, every, like, fashionable illness that's gone round. Oh, go! I knew you were going to fucking play this at some point. Fuck off! I could be sat here. Fucking dying of age, just wasting away, and there's nothing left of us. There, because People like, oh, I'm putting it on. Because AIDS hasn't been cool since the nineties. If, if if it was the nineties, you would have been sat there saying you had AIDS. Just whatever's in fucking whatever people are talking about. No way would I say I have AIDS. I not knew it's yesterday's news. Just because, just you know, AIDS AIDS is a bit more serious. Like it it it, it, it stops your social life a bit more. People people don't want to fuck your bareback. But this this is a, <laughs> serious. 
People, people don't want to fuck it all now. I bet, I bet there's a lot of love stories. A lot of love stories happening right now. A lot of people that are like um, on the text now, lad, and they they kind of see each other. A lot, a lot of people. Did you guys see the grinder tweet about the guy that just asked the guy to stick his dick through the letterbox? <laughs> no, but you're going to tell us. Well, that is it. Was there a closure out of it? Did, no, no, it was, just, it was just a tweet. Was there a stamp on it? <laughs> um, there was, uh, oh, God. i seen a picture. This, is, this isn't was really it, a long it, Hold on, hold on. I found the punchline. Was he delivering the mail? <laughs> hey, get off this. <laughs> Sorry. This is, did you see that the... Did you see the oldest couple? The, they're not a couple, sorry, but the oldest people in England are still surviving it. Are they? They're both 112 and they were both born. Not, they weren't both born today. That would make no sense. They were born on the exact same day and they're both 112 now. Wow. So they had, yeah. Wow, that's, that's fucking so crazy. They would have been a person they ask about which wars, you know, the world, you know, world yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like sorry, pause po- po- this World War One. Right, we lost. We lost mostly all of that. Uh, say that again, Daniel. No, it's too late. I'm nervous now. Everyone's watching. But now I can hear you. <laughs> no, I'm scared. I don't want to. I've got stage fright. Can't. Where, where you're both saying at the same time that uh, they're the people that you want to ask what was worse, this award? I just find out how much, how much they were actually exaggerating World War One and Two. Just be like, one World War Two and a pandemic. I. They fixed a lot of the numbers after World War Two. Let me tell you that. Oh, <laughs> here we go. You you know what would be interesting? Like it, it doesn't matter how we exaggerate it, how we how we play the victim in it, and that, all that, or however we sell it in the future. They're gonna be able to look back at our tweets and our memes. Like if we could look back at the tweets and memes of the general population in 1944, would probably be a bit more lighthearted about the whole thing. <laughs> Imagine is that that's the, is that going to be the new thing in the future? Rather than you know when you before you die, it's delete your browser history. Like God, I need to leave some banging memes behind in the folder. Aye, <laughs> aye. That's all. That's all. The, that's all the future eulogy is going to be. It's just them going through your meme collection, and then depending on how good it is, depends on how sad people are that you're dead. Elliot Elliot Steele was the dankest man I knew. <laughs> <laughs> dankest. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck? The memes have been brilliant, Good, though. For meme I've been enjoying just oh, getting... Oh, man, it's been very, very... It's been very, very unifying. Uh, also, the other thing that's been a very unifying uh, via the memes, I do. I get most of my news from memes nowadays, and most of my movie recommendations and my TV recommendations. Uh, we are one episode away from the end of Tiger King. Has anyone else watched it? I've just, oh, just finished it. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're in the last episode Okay, now. no spoilers. Who are you, Elliot? No spoilers. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm on the last episode, but I, why did I stop watching? I had to stop watching it because I watched all of them in one day. I recommended it to you. Yeah. I, 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 oh, come on, Elliot. Right, Elliot. You can't claim to recommend this when it's yeah, all I, everybody's I talking about. Titanic, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the WhatsApp group. Danny, you're literally... Yeah, no, I know. I did. Yes, I did. You, I, did. you said it was well. I get it, Elliot, but you can't claim to have discovered it. It's literally all anybody's talking about right now. <laughs> Columbus can they, you know, claim America when there's people living there. I can claim that I'm the one who 
front of one on the Tiger King. I, I've been, I've been recommending, I've been recommending the Marvel movies to people. <laughs> <laughs> just, just finished episode two. Well, that's the one. Like, uh, if for the, we'll not we'll not talk about it too much because I do genuinely think people need to watch it. We'll talk about it in the next podcast. People need to watch it because it is just the most one of the most mental things I've ever seen in my life. Right. So let's all finish watching it by the next podcast, and we'll we'll go back over all it. Right. right. So that's people's homework. Go and watch the because uh, I'm episode two. So it's uh, I it, it's worth the hype. It's fucking crazy. It's yeah. like it's one of them things where it it's so America. It's, it's that like, you know, well, how the land of the free, it's like, oh, the two free. Don't be free to do that. Aye. <laughs> I just can't believe, and the only thing I'll say is I just can't believe how open they are on camera about everything. What, yeah. being gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I took from it. <laughs> Ryan James Cullen. <laughs> Did you boys ever watch The Staircase? Uh, I'm not that bored yet. Uh, no, I've like a Gestapo. I've been watching the back door. <laughs> Sorry, I was just doing shit puns about parts of the house. I live in a flat. It didn't even make that much sense. Dad joke. Dad, absolute dad joke. What's the staircase? It was like a. It was like yeah, a seven, seven part documentary about a guy who uh, whose wife was found dead at the bottom of a staircase. And he was like, she fell down the stairs, and it takes seven episodes for you to go. No, nah, I think he killed her. Did <laughs> he kill her? What's yeah, going on? He, ab- he absolutely killed her. Like a hundred percent, he killed. He's in jail for it, and he keeps trying to get an appeal. So the last two episodes, he's trying to get this appeal, and even his own lawyers like, yeah, man, I just don't want to do this case anymore because you clearly have killed your wife man <laughs> like, that's, just, that's something if the, if, if the defence lawyer develops a conscience yes. <laughs> like, he's like yeah like, I've, I've got a nice car out of this but you, you definitely killed the bitch so <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying she didn't deserve it <laughs> I know, look, look that's where I am on your side that, that just reminds me of that fucking tag is like I'm not saying she deserved it but that's what she gets <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of recommendations, just one of my deserves recommendations while we're in this fucking isolation. Uh, to anyone that's not seen the movie MacGruber, oh, oh it. MacGruber. MacGruber. Cliff so notes. Funny. Give me, give it's, me some uh, cliff notes. M a c g r u b e r. Will Forte is this uh, great SNL uh, uh, actor. Uh, it's basically it's just a sh- he's the world's worst fucking secret agent spy sort of guy, but but less Johnny English, more Anchorman. Uh, it's like it's oh. middle ground between like naked gunnish, but not not as not as outright slapstick. Uh, you know MacGyver. Yeah, so it's a, it's a play on that. Basically, it's a it's a, it's a fucking piss take of that. I've never seen MacGyver. I watched uh, it. You know, nobody has, but you know what? I watched the. It's only known because of the Simpsons, I swear to God. Yes! Yeah, MacGyver, 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 MacGyver. Yeah. Uh, I watched This Is 40, or whatever it's called, with Paul Rudd. Anything with Paul Rudd in, I'll watch. Big, <laughs> big, big fan, he's dreamy. <laughs> the way you said that, <laughs> 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 he's professor on dating. 
I'm lying on my front. I'm lying on my front with like my fist on my face, like legs kicking back <laughs> behind us. Like, <laughs> anything will fall running. Off camera, just on his notepad, it's just it's just uh, Kai Raj, Kai Raj, Kai Raj, and lots of love hearts. Oh, it's mad. Put like a put like a. He deserves so much more than Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I tweeted that the other day. That fucking he's too. So he's too good for Phoebe. I don't know, that was the biggest miscast that made a career. He was so miscast. They should have picked someone way further down the chain than Paul Rudd. As a man. Who would that be? Steve Buscemi. Aye, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I. But uh, I like Ant Man. I wasn't expecting to like Ant Man because just the premise of it is just fucking stupid. Aye. But then Paul Rudd coming of it, I was just like, literally anything. <laughs> literally put him in anything. <laughs> You're basically like, it, it didn't really matter what it is. It's just Paul Rudd. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm like what Danny is with The Rock, but with Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie, he's not done a bad movie. He's not capable of it. Other movies are generally all bad, but he just makes them awesome. Like I love. Tooth Fairy is not a good film. What is it? The Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy with the Rock. I disagree. I I respectfully disagree. It's Tooth Fairy is not The Rock's worst movie. What a ridiculous claim. That scene, that cinnamon scene, it was very funny. It was one of Rock's first comedic roles. It doesn't save a film. No, it does not. But to claim it's Rock's worst movie is just factually inaccurate. Okay, well, what's his worst movie? I mean, Schindler's List. Proper tanked out corpse. I'm sure. I'm sure we've put the rock in Schindler's list before. This isn't the first time. As a bit, we have put the rock in Schindler's list. Imagine the rock in Schindler's list in the sniper scene. I think we've said it enough times. We've said it enough times now. People are going to start to think it. Like, we've put it in the head a couple of times that, like, they're going to forget they heard it on the podcast and go, oh, hi, hi, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Mandela effect. Yeah. We did talk about it. It would be the worst film you could put The Rock in. It would just ruin it without... Like, just ruin the whole atmosphere. Uh, I reckon My Sister's Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that one. <laughs> well, you don't want it. It's very grim. <laughs> E.T. where the rock plays at E.T. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing a front wheelie, trying to get off the ground. Metal <laughs> harder. I think. I think the film The Rock with the rock in it. But he's like, with it, the rock in it, because then it'd just be a bit too. It's like, oh, oh all right. Oh, I see what you've done there. Uh, right there, the speaker cut out there on you, but it said when Harry when Harry met Sally and the Rock plays Sally. Right, shall we go on to? Before, I this, think, like, one, more, one more, one more, one more. I think what's eating Gilbert Grape, but the Rock is the Down syndrome boy. <laughs> I love what? Yeah, but who does he play? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the Rock just playing himself. <laughs> Um, 
Right. What? What are we saying, Danny? Plugs. What, Elliot? What? Hey, what... Go plug. Plug your things because we've got to go have dinner. Right. Have you got uh, dad right. jokes? Got dad yeah, jokes. Sweet. Um, so I want to, uh, I'm available for cameos if you want to buy personalised messages for your friends. That's the type of horror I'm doing now. Also, you can watch all three of my shows that you can buy on my website, www.kaihumphreys.com. So um, if you if you like to keep me alive and be entertained, that's your, that's your jam. Elliot, what you got? Uh, I'm just on Twitter, Elliot Stillcom. I've been absolutely banging out Twitter at the moment because I've got fuck all else to do. You've done some so good videos too. Watch Elliot's Muay Thai videos. Very funny. Uh, Cullen? We're me and Gareth Wall have a podcast, Clearing the Bloodiest, and we're going to start a Patreon. There's going to be loads of extra videos and stuff like that over the next while we're going to be doing. So that's going to be our big moneymaker for a bit. Class. So uh, find Ryan and Gareth Daniel. on that, and Daniel, Daniel's on Netflix. <laughs> aren't Sorry, what did you say? Try again. Do one more time. Uh, anything, anything I've done, you've all already consumed. <laughs> hey, see that Iron Man three when he's walking around the party with his name tag on, saying, "You know who I am." <laughs> no. <laughs> Christ. Christ, tough crowd. You, you know I'm on Iron Man two, but we had this conversation. This but you've seen it. Yeah. You've seen it before. You've seen all of them. Do you think? Do you think that's the fucking scene I remember from that movie? <laughs> Daniel. I would like the scene where the rock comes into it. That's class. <laughs> <laughs> he plays one of the suits. <laughs> I'd like to see Paul Rudd claiming him. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we do some dad jokes? Uh, your dad says he wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. What, what goes on there? Is it when you're both talking at the same time? No, it's Daniel sitting miles away from the microphone. Yeah, I think it pulls the mic if you move away. He did it the other way on Insta Live as well. He decided, uh, should I use uh, good sound quality? No, Excuse no. Excuse me, this isn't, the, this isn't the criticism part of the podcast. This is the your dad joke part of the podcast. Like, let's bring up the Titanic. Your dad teaches how to use a fucking microphone. Your dad didn't teach you fucking professionalism. Let's do this off here. You've got a problem with bad delivery. We'll talk about this away from the fans. How dare you call me out of my own podcast? Yeah, I was going to... Can I cut off his Patreon instead then? Is that allowed? Hi. Right, is it me to go then? Yes. Right. Kai, your dad says he can throw his voice, but all he actually does is whisper a sentence into his hand and then blows it like a kiss. <laughs> uh, Elliot, the holes in your dad's socks are so big he keeps putting them on upside down. <laughs> Elliot, your dad did the coronavirus challenge and got AIDS. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin, your dad left your mum because he had COVID, was 19. <laughs> uh, Elliot, when I asked your dad if he knew how long the human intestines were, without hesitation, he replied, 4,822 Maltesers exactly. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that, as if I wasn't the one that drove him to hospital that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked the question. Uh, Cullen, your dad... Wait, Elliot. Uh, Cullen, your dad washes his hands with toothpaste because he used up all the soap washing his teeth. 
Hi, your dad only ever lost weight running for class president. Daniel, your dad missed your sister's birth because he didn't answer the call as he was the furthest he'd ever been playing Snake. <laughs> that would be so annoying if your phone starts ringing in the middle of a game. You'd have to hang up and then restart playing it. I for the birth of your child. Colin, your dad says he can tell the colour of paint by its taste. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Daniel, your dad would pretend to breastfeed you when you were a baby using the boob apron that he's got to uh, bait people into complaining in Starbucks. Um, Elliot, your dad is Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> Kai, uh, your dad still reckons dogging's going ahead this Tuesday. <laughs> He's going to be disappointed. It's because he doesn't have a car. <laughs> uh, Ryan, your dad also says he can tell the colour of a person by the smell. Elliot, your dad screams my body, my choice, while stood outside the park windmill in his cock. <laughs> Daniel, your dad makes breakfast in bed because he's forced to sleep in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kai, your dad demanded to be given a ventilator after walking up a flight of stairs after he visited your nan in hospital. (laughs) I like the demanded. Uh, Very bossy. We're done? Um, yeah, it's me, no, sorry. Ryan, your dad also says he can tell the colour of a baby by the sound it makes when you drop it. <laughs> Blue. A soft thud. Mm, I know that. <laughs> Ryan, your dad, to put, your dad put cement up his nostrils to stop him taking coke, but now he just hoovers it up with a rolled out note in his mouth. <laughs> Kai. Your dad's CV is just a VHS tip of <laughs> your dad's CV is just a VHS tip of him sliding down a wall slowly crying. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, your dad traded all the house his food for a Ray Mysterio 2002 highlight reel on VHS. <laughs> yeah, he can get up, he can watch it at mine. <laughs> can we can we dad copy over that for his CV? <laughs> Excuse you. All right, lads. Uh, that is an hour. Fucking see. See us next time. Stay right, safe. Wash your hands. Bye, boy, guys.